Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello. Everybody, this is Oralingus with Timber Dalton, Timber with a Y, intelligent but dirty. I hope you guys can hear me. Hubby's going to come give me a sound check here in a minute because I've got a brand new mic and I don't know if anybody can actually hear what I'm saying right now. Hopefully, we can. Can they hear me, honey? Can you hear me? Okay, hold on. Shit, shit, shit. Let's see. Um. This mic. Hold on here. Let's see. Uh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello, hello. Oh, this is fun. You can't hear me? No, I'm not hearing you. Okay. Do you have your thing muted? <laughs> Hold on technology here. I don't know if you guys can hear me or not. If you can, then you're just laughing your asses off right now. Uh, if you can't, you wonder what the hell's going on. Let's see here. Uh, do, 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 do. I know there is a time delay. Let's see what's going on right now. Okay, so there's a time delay. So you guys just heard like about 10, 15 seconds of like just me being crazy. Um <laughs> I told you it was going to be mayhem. Oh, and now Kiwi's barking because hubby's yelling at me that he can hear me. <laughs> this is live. Well, time delay. I forgot about the time delay. There's like a 10 second time delay before you guys actually hear what goes on. So the first minute of the show, honey, <laughs> just go pick her up, honey. <laughs> oh, you got to love live radio. Okay. So now, yeah, Kiwi's all in alert mode because hubby was yelling at me that, yes, now he could finally hear me because I forgot to tell him there's a time delay. Okay. So anyway, hello. Let's try this again. Hello. <laughs> this is Oral Lingus with Timber Dalton. Uh, intelligent but dirty. And today I'm not quite caffeinated yet, so I'm going to claim that as part of my excuse. It has been, holy shit, eight years since I have done one of these podcasts. I went to log into my blog talk radio account the other day and I looked and I saw that the last one was... 2011 and if my math serves me correctly which it might not because I'm still on cup of coffee number two that's eight years because it's 2019 although for some reason the other day I was thinking it was 2020 and I was really freaking the fuck out uh yeah I don't know why either so anyway uh you can call in if you feel so inclined so this should add an extra layer of giggly fun to this craziness today area code 516-531-9994 or if you would like to call in and talk to me, and I will figure out how to answer the call. <laughs> because, again, it's been eight years, and Blog Talk Radio has since changed the uh, the studio interface on me. So I'm trying to learn this again. I launched a uh, promo the other day, and I recorded it and uploaded it. That's one of the options that you can do. But since I am shirtcocking it today, a la Deadpool 2, um, metaphorically, not literally. I actually, I actually do have pants on today, which is a miracle. A lot of times, I'm just in a t-shirt and underwear because I'm in my office and nobody sees me but hubby. So, oh, I forgot to start my timer. Ah. Um. Anyway, hello. <laughs> so I have a new release today. Uh, Polly writing as Leslie Richardson. Leslie without knee on the end. So I'm I suck at picking pen names apparently because I picked two that people can easily misspell. Well, Leslie's my real name. I didn't pick that one. It's L-E-S-L-I, no E, Richardson, which is my real name. And then I've got Timber with a Y, because why? (laughs) Because at the time, the Earl was available and nobody had it on Gmail. I made it up. And Dalton was my 
husband's existing pen name, John Dalton, and I wanted to have the same last name for that pen name. And back then he used to work for a county government before we realized that they really didn't give a rat's ass what I wrote. I thought, well, maybe I should have two pen names to separate the more, you know, steamy stuff from the regular stuff. So that's what I did. I have a new microphone. It was $65 on Amazon. I'll have to post a link later on. Uh, so I hope it's a decent quality one. It was cheap because I wasn't going to spend a couple hundred dollars on a microphone because I didn't have it. Um, we're doing this on a budget right now. One of the reasons I, I decided to launch my podcast, besides the fact that I kind of miss doing it because I always had fun doing it. In fact, all the old episodes are up for uh, on demand on Blog Talk Radio. They used to be on iTunes. And I don't know if iTunes dropped the feed because it was so old and I hadn't published anything in eight years. Um, once I get this one in the can today, I will resubmit the feed to Amazon, to, uh, not Amazon, to iTunes and see what uh, what happens if they pick the feed up or not. But anyway, you can uh, listen to the old episodes on On Demand on Blog Talk Radio, and you can download them as well and then transfer them into your listening device of choice, phone, whatever, via your magical delivery method of choice, depending on how you're particular device works. Um, okay, I've even got notes here, and I just need to wake up enough to actually read them. I was, I'm was i sorry, I was up till almost 4 a.m. this morning working. I'm a night owl, and I don't know why I scheduled this for noon, because <laughs> I should know better to give myself an extra couple hours of sleep. So again, if you want to call in today, it's, uh, it's in the U.S., so if you're outside the U.S., I don't know how to tell you to call, but the number here in the U.S. is 516-531-9994. I'm going to be at the Woodshed Orlando on Saturday, August 3rd, doing uh, a uh, presentation for their book club there. They're reading my Timber Dalton title, A Roll of the Dice, which is one of my Suncoast Society books. If you're unfamiliar with it, it's a male-female romance. And you, you can read a lot of the uh, the majority of the Suncoast Society books can be read standalone. I deliberately wrote them that way. There's a few that kind of depend on earlier uh, story arcs, but... Um, and you might miss some backstory jokes and things like that, Easter eggs. that I, I put Easter eggs in just about every damn book I write. Some of them are just for me, and some of them are for people that know me pretty well, and some of them people, if they read a lot of my books, they'll pick up. But uh, that particular one you can read standalone. It's a male-female. It's a, a middle-aged couple whose son has just gone off to college, so they're now empty nesters, and she's joined a book club which it turns out is run by the wife of her husband's boss, who it turns out they're both kinky. That would be Tony and Shayla for those of you who are uh, readers of my series. And it turns out that Tony is the husband's boss. They find that out later when they go to their first munch because it turns out the wife wants to get involved in BDSM. So and it, it details their, their entry into the lifestyle and this it's a very realistically written book because I've actually encountered people who have entered the lifestyle in this very way their kids are grown and out of the house so now they they're trying to figure out who they are now as a couple and they're reconnecting and he's in this case the husband is not it's not that he's not dominant he's not a dominant and there is a difference and he of course was raised with several hang-ups because of things that happened to him and his family of origin and you know, he's he abhors violence, especially towards women. So the idea that his wife is suddenly wanting to get into BDSM, it, it freaks him literally the fuck out. So they're trying to find their footing, their way, something that will work for both of them and keep them both happy because they love each other. And obviously they, they don't want to divorce or implode. So it details their, their realistic journey through trying to find that. Their ups and downs. And, and these are things that having been in the lifestyle being in the lifestyle myself, I help, by the way, those of you who don't know, I help run a BDSM club in real life. Yes. One of those places. No, we don't allow sex. No, we don't allow alcohol. No, we don't allow drugs. We're like a kinky community center. And if you're in the Tampa Bay area, you can look up Tampa Bay Phoenix club.com and read all about us. We are a private membership club, no sex, no drugs, no alcohol. So they're so like, well, what do you do? Well, we have fun. We talk, we host uh, community groups. We do classes. I teach. Uh, because I'm in the lifestyle myself, and I love to teach. I'm, I love to educate. I love to, to show people you know, safe and healthy ways to follow this. So, so disclaimer. Let me. I've got. Let me see if this works. I've got a. I've got a. Uh, a warning thing here. 
Terrain. Terrain. Pull up. Damn it, there we go. So that's my little warning, my little my little disclaimer thing. When I teach, I have this little disclaimer dance that I actually got from Melina, uh, who's a, a well-known uh, kink presenter. Okay, turn your turn your speaker down, honey, because I can hear you. <laughs> um, she does this disclaimer dance when she presents to say, you know, your your mileage may vary, your experience may differ. I'm not the be all end all do all of everything say so i i pulled that little sound clip out the terrain pull up terrain terrain it's kind of an inside joke between me and sir uh so anyway uh, and i don't even remember why i was going to do the disclaimer then i just put it up there um oh oh now i do uh squirrel so 50 shades of gray i will never book shame or movie shame people i won't i I won't do that because i'm not going to yuck someone's yum when it comes to fiction However, please keep in mind, if you discover the world of BDSM through Fifty Shades of Grey, well, rock on. Thanks for, for showing up with the rest of us. But please keep in mind that Fifty Shades of Grey is in no way, shape, or form a realistic or healthy depiction of a consensual, healthy BDSM lifestyle. It's just not. It's not a healthy power exchange dynamic at all. It veers In the real life, it veers into abuse. There's a meme out there that I see all the time that says, if Christian Grey was broke and lived in a trailer, he would be in jail for stalking and assault, which is actually probably close to the truth. That's I actually do have a past episode about real life BDSM and I need to update it and do another one. And maybe that's one I'll schedule here for the next in the next few weeks. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I just diverged way off of my notes already. Yay, we're only uh how far are we in it? We're only like fifteen minutes into the show and I'm already off my notes. Yay. We're still in the A block. So anyway, you can find me on the internet at timberdalton.com that's timber with a y you can go to leslie richardson no e on the left <laughs> richardson.com then it goes to timberdalton.com because i'm into trying to do things the easy way and i just dump both pen names into the same website years ago i did have two separate websites for both pen names and that was a lot of fucking work i mean oh and by the way i swear a lot unapologetically so if you're reading my books you're probably used to that anyway they say intelligent people swear a lot. Well, I'm probably a fucking genius then, right? <sighs> I need some more coffee. Hold on a second. <sighs> this is me drinking out of my stitch mug. Okay. Um, so where was I at? Oh, timberdalton.com, timber with a Y. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. My Facebook page is facebook.com slash Timber Dalton. I do have a readers group. I also do have a page for author as author Leslie Richardson because Leslie Richardson at Facebook actually takes you to my Timber Dalton profile because both names are on that. Uh, author Leslie Richardson on Facebook will take you to my Leslie Richardson author page, which is separate on Facebook. If you do Facebook, I do have a readers group on Facebook. Timber's Tribe, Timber with a Y and Tribe with a Y because why make things simple? Um, <laughs> I also, by the way, for those of you who don't know me alert um i like puns which is why i have five dolphin shifter books that have porpoise in the title even though i know porpoises and dolphins are different animals i was raised in florida thank you very much i know this but you know accidentally on porpoise i couldn't not write that when i thought about doing a dolphin shifter i'm like what am i going to call it oh oh yeah i had to i had to i'm sorry it just calls for it so anyway you can find me online at all those places. I do have a newsletter. Yay. If you sign up for my newsletter, please note that you will get a confirmation email after you sign up for it. And you will need to reply to that confirmation email to actually be signed up to get my newsletter. I'm going to be sending one out later on today. Um, so that's fun. Um, you, oh, and you can find that. You can go to my uh, Timber Dalton website, uh, timberdalton.com slash newsletter. Because I was on MailChimp and I like directed everybody to MailChimp and I actually need to go over if you're on my MailChimp newsletter now, sorry. <laughs> I did post a note on there saying I now use MailerLite because MailChimp changed everything. That's like a whole nother show right there. Technology pissing me off. I am going to do some author shows, how-to writing, things like that. Um, okie dokie dokie dokie. All right. So, oh, where's all my stuff here okay trying to see sorry i'm trying to figure out this 
I need a bigger monitor is what I need because I either need a bigger monitor or new glasses because I've got bifocals and I think I need a new prescription already. It's only been a year. <sighs> Getting old sucks, but it beats the alternative. Okay. So I do have a new release today. Polly as Leslie Richardson. It's a male, male, female contemporary romance. I know, right? I wrote a menage that's not kinky, which I, I get it. I mean, some people who are vanilla and just you know monogamous and don't do anything why the menage is kinky to start with but actually polyamorous people have vanilla sex too just because somebody's poly doesn't mean they're actually kinky you know and that's all that again is like a whole nother show that's like a whole class i could teach because i teach classes i just taught a consent and uh a consent negotiation class a couple of weeks ago at the phoenix and now the woodshed yay over in orlando wants me to teach it there too so i'll keep y'all posted if you're in the Orlando area or if you're in Florida and just like to drive you can go to Orlando in August when I'm there for their book club um, also in Orlando in October I am going to be at uh, Shameless Book Con I'm going to be appearing there it starts uh, Friday the 8th well actually I think there's stuff on there I'm going to be there I think Thursday um, Friday the 18th there's like a cocktail party if you have the full weekend ticket Saturday the 19th of October is the signing um, I don't remember what the hotel is. It's a new hotel now. It's one of the Disney properties. I think it's a Hilton. But if you go to Shameless Book Club's website um, or just Google Shameless Book Con, or if you go to my website, I actually have a calendar, and I think I've, if I'm not mistaken, I have the link on the calendar. Let me pull that up, and I'll tell you if I have the link on there, if I was actually smart and did something. Because I've got a new calendar app on my website, by the way, if you haven't been there in a few weeks. Yes, I do. It's the Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista Disney Springs area. Uh, Hilton. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. This is my second year signing. It's my one, two, it's either my fourth or fifth year attending. I don't remember. Um, last year, if you were there and you missed me, I was the one running around at the uh, at the uh, Saturday night gala dressed as Rick from Rick and Morty. Because that's one of my new obsessions along with Deadpool and Big Bang Theory and all things geek like that that define my life. And Monty Python. By the way, if you're a Monty Python fan, you will probably find at least one Monty Python vague, either vague or direct reference in just about every one of my books. Even if it's just simply somebody going, I got better. Because, hello, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, for those of you who didn't know. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, you might find Jaws references in there. You might find Doctor Who references. You might find you know, Big Bang Theory lines because I love that show. I'm so sad that it ended. Okay, so right now what I'm going to do is I am going to – I pre-recorded this because I was trying out my microphone. So this is actually going to be a little pre-recorded section here. Um, Polly. It's the intro to the first chapter from Polly, the book that just dropped today. You can find it on Amazon and Google. You can pre-order it on Barnes & Noble and Nook and Apple and uh, Smashwords because I'm an idiot. And <laughs> so so here's the thing. I use what's called Draft2Digital, D2D. Uh, D2D is a distribution aggregate or aggregator or whatever it's called. Anyway, because uh, I do have accounts with Barnes & Noble and Nook and all them, and I can do one with Apple because I actually have a Mac computer and I can upload directly. But it is so much easier just to have Drafted Digital do it, and there's only one copy that I have to upload. They take a few extra cents off at each sale, and I just upload to them, and they handle everything. So if I make an update to the front matter or the contents, I only have one upload versus having to hit every single site. Google was one of their aggregators there for a little bit, but I have a direct Google uh, Google Play account, so I can directly upload to them. These are my Leslie books, by the way, not my Timber books. I'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, so uh, to do the pre-order, we do a pre-order on Amazon because they're Amazon. You can't change the date once you set it. They finally just allowed you to do asset list pre-orders, which is why the file is not fucked up this time because the right file version got out to y'all on Amazon. Um, but the other aggregators, you can change your pre-order dates up to a few days. Well, Smashwords is 10 days. And drop to digital, you can slide it around. Those of you who've been following me for a while, I I kept sliding the release date for Polly back and back and back and back and back because I was just, you know, just frazzled, and I needed a little bit of a, a breather there. Because this is my full time job, by the way. I don't. This is my evil day job. 
I mean, not podcasting, writing is podcasting is a arm of writing because I'm basically a one person shop. So this is part of my promotional efforts. But also podcasting is going to be a way for me to get used to speaking properly again, because I'm going to start recording my Leslie Richardson titles as audiobooks. I'm going to self-do this. Um, boy, that sounded dirty. Sorry. I'm going to do it myself, which is only slightly less dirty. Um, <laughs> so I need to get back into proper vocal technique and getting used to this microphone and playing with, uh, I've got Audacity. It's a free download. If you're an author and you want to do your own audiobooks, part of the thing about doing uh, a good audiobook is you have to have what they call a good room tone. You have to have a clean sound. And I don't hear. And I, I mean, in general, not just my voice. I mean everything. Like I've got a chill pad for my laptop right now that's loud. I need, I need to either isolate that or get a, get a chill pad that actually is silent. I've got window shakers for air conditioning because I have a 70 five-year-old house that I inherited from my grandparents that we live in. There's no insulation in it, no central air heat. It's, it's got window shakers and they're loud. Um, I do have a place, I, a friend's place I can go to and set up a little, I'm going to build a, <laughs> build out of a refrigerator box and some acoustic tile panels. I'm going to build me a little portable studio so I can have consistent sounds. And I'm going to record, I'm going to start with probably with my governor trilogy. And it takes all they, – they say that for every hour of, of audio that you – finished audio you produced, you're usually looking at anywhere from two to five hours of production time. So that's going to be a learning curve for me because I'm also going to be doing this around writing because that's where the primary thing is. So I'm I'm doing the podcasting as a way to get back into shape and trying to practice good vocal technique and trying to not say um every other word, <sighs> although broadcasting is a little different than – doing audio work because you can edit the audiobooks. I mean, I could edit this. I could preview my, pre-tape my podcast and upload it as a file. <sighs> coffee. Hold on. Let me take a sip of coffee. I've got a stitch mug that I've had for years that I love, and I actually have a spare of just in case. Because I kind of am stitch. I'm sort of growling, kind of cute, and kind of bitey. Um, all at once. I'm a mix between Stitch and Deadpool and Harley Quinn. Um, a little psychotic. I put the hot in psychotic. <laughs> you know, we always joke. We put the laughter in manslaughter. We put the fun in dysfunctional. Put the hot in psychotic. So, and yeah, Hubby still married me. Oh, 22 years in August. We'll be together. This man has put up with me. The guy's a saint. Did I ever mention that? World's, world's greatest hubby right there. Okay, so what I'm going to play for you right now is the intro. I know I roundabout way I squirreled there. Sorry. I'll get better at taking a look at my notes and actually following them because we're like out of A block now and into B block because I think we're, yeah, we're already over 15 minutes into this. So I should have been in the B block by now. So anyway, Polly, which just came out today on Amazon and Google. You can pre-order it, Barnes & Noble, Apple, Coba. If you go to my website, TimberDalton.com, Timber with a Y. You can find the link. It's right there on the front page. I've got the cover. And I did the cover myself. So those of you who have told me that you really like the cover for this, thank you. I do my own covers for my Leslie books. Um, so let me play this for you, and we'll talk on the other side. Okay, there we go. Okay, so what I'm about to read to you is the intro from my latest release, Polly. Uh, writing is Leslie Richardson. So this is the opening to Chapter 1. Chapter 1, Zoe. Friday afternoon. I pinch the bridge of my nose as I struggle against what's sure to quickly escalate into a screaming migraine. In the middle of the checkout line at Publix, with my overflowing cart only half unloaded on a Friday afternoon, and with three people backed up behind me, is not the best of times to have a conversation with my ex-husband. Why did I even answer the damn phone? You'd think I'd know better. Bill, would you please calm down? What's going on? Hell, the butcher's cutting meat in the back of the frickin' store could probably hear him screaming over the phone and understand him a damn sight better than I can. I've had it, Zoe. I'm done. You can fucking have him. He's not my son. I want him out of my fucking house. Okay, so Lucas, the pod teenager, and his father have had yet another fight. 
Bill, please, would you... He hangs up on me. Must not throw phone. Nolan will give me a ration of shit if I break another phone. He's getting tired of setting them up for me. This is my fourth one in as many months. Although, to be fair, the last two destructions weren't my fault. One ended up in the toilet when it fell out of the back pocket of my jeans. Fucking designers in their shallow pockets and women's pants, anyway. And the other ended up in the laundry when Arlo helpfully decided to wash my jacket for me after my best friend's cat yacked on it and Ar didn't check my pockets first. I thumbed the power button to shut off my phone, bury the offending device in the bottom of my black hole purse, and start throwing the rest of my groceries onto the conveyor belt without giving a crap what I put where. Usually I group everything carefully based on what it is to make the bagger's job easier. Frozen items together, cold items, produce, etc. Not today. Nope. You get frozen peas and tampons and canned tuna all mixed together. Bad enough it looks like my weekend might be ruined by a migraine. I damn sure don't want to hear about the latest teenage angst-fueled war between my 16-year-old son and his father. Lucas wanted to live there. He got his wish. That still stings even two years later. Arlo and Nolan have tried to get me to talk about it, but I prefer burying it under a pile of other shit I didn't want to think about until I could process it without crying, which at this point is looking like half past never. My ex is a douchebag, to be sure. He's finally managed to hang on to a job longer than a couple of years without pissing people off and getting himself fired. He's the head of maintenance at an office building in downtown Sarasota, and sometimes he has to work weekends or night if there are repairs going on or maintenance jobs that have to take place when most of the tenants are closed. When I arrive home, before I even unload the first grocery bag, I go inside and swallow three Excedrin migraine tablets with a glass of water. I won't get much sleep with the caffeine in them. That's something I finally feel like smiling about, because I hadn't planned on getting much sleep this weekend anyway. It takes me 20 minutes to unload the groceries from the trunk of my car, as well as my laptop and other stuff. By the time Arlo arrives home ten minutes later, I almost have everything put away. He walks into the kitchen, sets his lunch cooler on the counter, and kisses me. Then he frowns. What's wrong? What? He circles his finger in the air, indicating my face. You're wearing that pinched expression. He holds up the bottle of Excedrin and shakes it. And these on the counter. I sigh. Bill's on the warpath. Oh, fuck me! What the hell did that asshole say to you this time? I love Arlo's protective streak. Normally he's a gentleman. The only thing that ever enrages him is Bill motherfucking Webb. Calm down, I say. Apparently he and Lucas had a fight. I made the mistake of answering my phone in the grocery store. Then he hung up on me before I found out anything. He holds out his hand. Hand it over. I'll babysit your phone this weekend. I will not have our first full weekend together in a freaking month ruined by that nut sack full of flaming garbage. Have at it. I point at my purse, which I dumped on the couch with my laptop bag and other stuff from work. It's in there. I shut it off. Be my guest. From the fridge, I grab a package of defrosted chicken breasts that have been marinating all day and dump them into the electric skillet. I empty a bag of frozen veggies and some spices on top of it, turn it on medium, and put the lid on it. Tonight, I'm cooking Nolan's favorite. God knows, as complicated as this thing is between the three of us, at least he's dang easy to cook for. Tomorrow night, Arlo will fire up the grill and cook his steaks. Between a project at work and caring for his six-year-old daughter, Katie, Nolan hasn't been able to come over alone for a visit in almost two weeks. When I hear Arlo step into the shower, I smile despite the headache still threatening to set in. Just a few minutes. I hurry to her master bathroom, quickly strip, and step inside the shower with Arlo. He smiles and kisses me. Feeling a little better, hun? I drape my arms around his neck. I'm sure I'll be feeling real good by the time I finally go to sleep tonight. He laughs. I think we both will. I study his blue eyes, the flecks of granite in them. Nolan's are brown with streaks of amber and honey. Arlo's hair is a lighter shade of brown than Nolan's, nearly dark blonde. Despite the men being friends and unrelated, and that I don't think they really look that much alike, People often mistake them for brothers because of how they act with each other in public. They're both 6'3", trim, and sexy, although Nolan's a little beefier than Arlo. I still say buying an RV is a good idea, I tell him. It'd be fun. We'd be able to get away, go wherever we want. I grind my hips against him. Just think, we could skinny dip in some backwoods lake. So you could watch us shrivel up, or we could get eaten by alligators? No, thank you. He nips my neck, and for a few minutes, we're both distracted.
I was thinking about something else, he says a moment later. From his tone, this feels big. I pull my head back to look him in the eyes. Thinking about what? He shrugs and steps under the spray to wet his hair. Nolan and I got together and crunched some numbers this week. A flash of something not quite hitting the jealousy mark washes through me. I don't mind that they got together. I mind that I didn't get to see Nolan, too. This is the first I'm learning about it from either man. When? You didn't tell me you guys talked. Okay, yes, I feel a little miffed that not only did I not get to see Nolan, neither man told me about their meeting before now. Yeah, I get to talk to Nolan every day on the phone, and we FaceTime and text. We both text with him. But it's not the same. He had a little free time at lunch on Wednesday, so we went out and grabbed burgers. It was a last-minute thing. No, we didn't get to color blow each other. He arches an eyebrow at me. You want to hear it or not? I still sulk a little. Yeah. He grabs the shampoo. We've got those 15 acres in Nokomis my parents left me. We could sell this place and build a house there. With our income and with what Nolan would save on rent and utilities and stuff, and with him paying part of the bills, we could easily do it. I think my heart might actually stop as the full implication hits me. All sulkiness rapidly drains away as I process his words. You mean it? I softly ask. I've never dared to hope for more than we have, which is stolen moments of time and a weekend here and there, like this weekend. Yeah. Nolan talked to his attorney on Monday. We could set up a trust and make all three of us owners of it, or members, or whatever the term is, partners, so we're all protected. But what about Katie? And what about when Lucas comes to visit? Arlo smiles. Split floor plan. Extra rooms. Two bedrooms on one side of the house, the kids' bedrooms on the other. When kids are in residence, they'll never know any different. Besides, Nolan's attorney said there's nothing in Nolan's divorce agreement that mandates where he has to live as long as it's local. They both have to stay in Katie's school district, or close enough to it that they can take her every day. It'd only be ten minutes from Katie's school, and it's closer to Nolan's job. Geraldine knows he and I have been friends since high school. It makes sense in this economy. If Nolan needs it, we file an affidavit or something that says he signed a lease or that he pays rent or whatever. What about the housing market? It sucks right now. We only paid seventy-two for this house, and now it's worth over two hundred and fifty grand, even after the bubble popped. We can easily price it to sell below market value to move it fast and still make a nice profit. It's doable, though. It feels like I can't breathe. Really? I whisper. He smiles and pulls me into his arms again. Really? You're okay with this? He laughs. It's my idea, isn't it? His expression turns serious. I hate this as much as you do. So does he. Lucas will be going off to college in a couple of years, not that he's here much anyway. When Katie's old enough to understand and make up her mind about life, if Nolan thinks it's okay, he can tell her the truth and Geraldine won't be able to poison her against him. He caresses my cheek with his thumb. We can really do this. I hug him, unable to stop my tears. Good tears, for once. Okay, if you guys think we can make it work. Oh, we can make it work, all right. He kisses me again, a sneaky smile creasing his handsome face. You might get sick of the two of us. I grin. Never. I love both of you. Okay. So that was the intro chapter from Polly, my Leslie Richardson title that just dropped today on Amazon and Google Play. And you can pre-order it through Barnes and Noble and Apple and Kobo and uh, Smashwords, all that. So anyway, I had fun writing that. That story actually has been noodling around in my brain for a while, the the next scene in that book. And I don't want to go ahead too far because if, if you actually read it on Amazon, the, if you do the look inside, the it goes past that on the promo, on the uh, preview there. So you can see a little bit what happens next. But the scene that happens after this initial scene is what first came to me. And I was like, ooh. And I wrote that down. And I had to write these characters. And so this one's been, been floating around in my brain for a while. So I was glad I finally got to introduce you all to, uh, to them, to this triad. And I knew it wasn't going to be a kinky book. So that leads me to what, Grimmy? I don't know if you guys can hear. Grimmy's standing in my office door. I go, yeah. So why did I publish this as Leslie and not put it through Siren? Well, Siren, so, so let me explain it this way. This is usually the easiest way for people to visualize it. If you're shopping for a Honda car, a brand new Honda, chances are you're not going to buy a brand new Honda in a motorcycle dealership. 
I mean, unless you're looking for a Honda motorcycle. Um, you're not going to buy a Honda, brand new Honda car. You know. So different publishers handle different niches, niches, however you want to say it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, Siren has a very specific niche. They have, um, you know, erotic romance, especially BDSM romance, male male shifters, things like that. And I knew this book was not going to be kinky, and I knew it's it's not, you know, it's not a five alarm fire like a lot of my timber books are. Most of my timber books are. So I didn't want to try to to actually just try to to fill holes, pun intended, uh, with this one. I wanted to basically stay true to the characters and the story they were telling me. And that's why I've been self-publishing several Leslie books lately as they've been accumulating because I got myself on a schedule there where I was writing two books a month for Siren and I haven't stopped writing Siren books. So don't panic. I'm still writing Senko Society books. So I've kind of flipped it a little bit so I could kind of take a breather because I was literally running myself into the ground with exhaustion. I've actually had some pretty bad fibro flares lately that I really haven't been talking much about and everybody's been on me saying I need to ease up before I freaking kill myself or give myself a heart attack including my cardiologist so um, so I decided okay maybe what I should do is self-publish some of these you know Leslie books to give myself a little breathing room and I knew that especially the the trilogies that have been set in the same world as the governor trilogy so the governor trilogy if you're not familiar with it I wrote it as Leslie Richardson and it's governor, lieutenant, and chief. And it's a it's a male male female triad. And there are some power exchange dynamics and stuff in there, but it's not. I don't classify any of these trilogies as BDSM books. I mean, there's some kinkishness in them, but at heart, I I mean, I'm sure somebody who's vanilla might say, "Oh, those are BDSM books," but they're not really. For those of you who who read BDSM fiction, especially those of you who have real-world BDSM experience, you'll you'll probably likely agree with me because the focus of the books is on the relationship. It's not on the kink or kinky aspects or power exchange dynamics or anything like that. It's uh, it's more on the lives of these people and on the romance between them and the love between them and the story between them. And then, of course, politics is a backdrop. If you enjoy shows like Billions or The West Wing – uh, Boston Legal, L.A. Law, um, the you know if, if there's you know the Madam Secretary, if you enjoy political based shows or legal thrillers, and I don't mean by legal thriller, I don't well I mean Law and Order I guess if you know Law and Order, but it's not the, these aren't mysteries like that. Um, you'd be focusing more on the the courtroom aspect of it than anything, but it's but it's more political thing. So Governor Lieutenant Chief is Owen and Carter and Sousa. And they're a triad and have been together for, you know, 25 years as of when you first meet them when the, the when governor opens. Um, and right now I do have that one actually available for a limited time as a box set with all three in it for $9.99. And you'll save a little bit of money if you buy it like that. And I'm about ready to – you can buy them all individually. There's no new content buying the box set versus buying them individually. And actually there is, for those of you who have read that trilogy and if you've missed the news – uh, book 3.5, because I have to be difficult, uh, it's called Yes, Governor. It's a, a novella, and it actually appears in the Passion, Pleasure, Pain, uh, Benefit anthology that um, I was invited to take part in. Uh, Raven McCallan and a bunch of other people put some great stories together to help benefit the family of author Doris O'Connor. And we started doing this anthology late last year after Doris hid announced that she had been diagnosed with cancer. And unfortunately, we lost her back in January. So this anthology, everything was donated. I did the cover. Um, I think Janika Snow did the formatting. Um, everybody, you know, we had editors, uh, like Red Quill Editing and a couple others donated editing services. So, the, you know, we had editing and everything with all the stories. All the authors donated their stories. Um, and great group of authors, great group of stories, all the story. There's different romantic pairings, different genres in there. And they all have in common that there there's power exchange dynamics or, you know, BDSM because Doris uh, wrote BDSM. And um, so 
that one is going to be available till the end of August and you can get it now. Everything that we've made, and I believe the organizer posted an update, I think last month that so far we've raised like a thousand dollars that we've sent to her family, to her, to her husband and kids. So she's over in England. Um, so you know, if, if you've enjoyed my governor trilogy, please go buy that anthology. It's uh, I believe it's four ninety nine dollars in ebook and you can buy it in print also. Um, I actually have, I've got a couple of print copies I'm going to be giving away at Shameless BookCon. Uh, we do all the authors who are signing do a giveaway. So I'm going to be um, giving away signed print copies. And I'm not sure if any of the other authors that are involved in the anthology are going to be there, but if they are, that's a great place to get them all signed. You know, just saying. So anyway, um, and you can find the links to that on my website at timberdalton.com. If you go to my main page, I do have a link to all the series on there. So you can click on the Governor Trilogy, and I have a link to the anthology there. It's a nice purple cover. Uh, purple was Doris's favorite color. So that's why we went with purple for the cover. Well, I went with purple for the cover when I made it. Um, and there's a lot of great stories in there by a lot of great authors. So if, if nothing else, it's a great collection at a great price for that reason alone because you've got some great stories in there. And once that's gone, again, end of August, I believe, is, is when we're, we're pulling it. So definitely want to get your hands on that before it goes away. Uh, also, uh, Bleak Shifters 6, Geek Speak, is out now. It came out uh, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I think it was. On uh, is part of the summer solstice, summer solstice. I haven't had enough coffee yet. Anthology, and that right now is available for only ninety nine cents for a limited time. And again, it's a lot of great authors, a lot of different genres. It's all paranormal stories, but um, that's my. It's a novella, my Bleak Shifters. It takes if you've got a Bleak Christmas, which is again writing is Leslie Richardson. That's um, a Bleak Christmas is book five, and then Geek Speak takes place right after. The events of a bleak Christmas, or of, yeah, of a bleak Christmas, and you can pre-order uh, from Amazon, or not from Amazon. I'm sorry, from Kobo, Barnes and Noble, and others. Not Amazon yet, because Amazon. That's another thing about Amazon is you can only do unless you're like a super rock star author or something. You only get a 90-day pre-order for Amazon, and you can't move the, you can't change the date. If you change it or you miss your your, that's why I started to say earlier, and I got squirreled. Um, if you miss your pre-order date on Amazon, they cancel your ability to do pre-orders for a year. So I get kind of locked in with the Amazon pre-orders right now. So when I change dates and stuff to move stuff around, uh, there's different file upload dates. So you can you can have a file into Amazon three days before the pre-order drops, and you're fine. But with Draft to Digital, they require a longer lead time. So I was running right up to the wire and wanted some extra time to do some edits. So I bumped the the release date to Friday. That's why it's not coming out at the same time. I'm not trying to punish anybody or anything, but that's just wise because I can't. And then Smashwords, they, you have to have it 10 days where they automatically move your release date. So that's why Smashwords is a little off there too. As I get further into the self-publishing, I promise I'm going to try to get better about making sure they all hit at the same time. Um, but I can't miss the Amazon pre-orders when I schedule one because if I do, then I'm fucked for a while. So anyway... Um, another one that I've got out is Leslie. It's the first one in my Jailmate or uh, Maxim Colonies series, writing as Leslie Richardson. It's called Jailmates. It's technically it's it's male male, but not really because one of the males is actually non-binary and he's non-human. Um, so I, I've had a, a amazing. It's just blown me away. The reader response to this book has just been fantastic. His nickname is the Big Pink Bastard, and that's thanks to my friend Tracy. Hi Tracy, and by the way, hi Bestie Trish. If you're listening after the fact, because you're probably at your real job today. Um, <laughs> I can't be listening live. Um, I don't want you to get in trouble. I'll try to schedule some of these so that I can have Trish actually live on the air with me when I do some of these. My bestie and my partner in crime. Um, and she does all my, by the way, Trish does all of my promo graphics. And she's fucking amazing. I mean, she is just the way I, I do my Leslie covers, but she does the promo graphics for them. And she, in my book trailers and stuff, and just absolutely just amazing. She runs Sunshine Reads, by the way, if you're looking for author promo services. And if you are an author who would like to be interviewed on my podcast here, take part of my craziness, um, drop me an email, timberdalton at gmail.com, timber with a Y. 
I just need to get used to saying that. Because <laughs> Why? Because, because I wasn't thinking ahead. Because um, I wanted something that was original and nobody had taken at the time, and that's what I picked. So drop me an email at timberdalton at gmail.com and let me know. And I'll get in touch with you and we can schedule, uh, we can do a, a pre-recorded, I figure out how to pre-record with Audacity and not on Blog Talk Radio. Or we can do it live and I can schedule it around your schedule and we can actually do call-in stuff. So that's free. I won't charge you that. But if you if you are of a generous spirit and you would like to sponsor me, um, let me know. Hit me up. We'll, we'll chat. I'll do, do jingles and stuff. Yeah. Um, I have no problem doing that because I've got bills to pay too. This is my real freaking job. So, yeah, but Joe Mace, uh, it's a science fiction one. And then the second one in that, uh, Farborn, is up on Amazon for pre-order. It's coming out at the end of July. And I already have the cover up if you've been to my website or if you've been in my Timbers Tribe Facebook group. I've already shown you the uh, the cover for um, – and now I'm going to butcher this. Probably going to regret naming this book this, but there is a story behind it, and I don't want to spoiler alert it. It's Sadaja. S A U D A T E. Sadaja. It's a Portuguese word, and I know I've butchered it, and I'm sure it's going to go, that's not how you say it. And I haven't had enough coffee to watch the YouTube video lately. Um, so I actually need to look that up and get the pronunciation down on that one. But anyway, I've got that. That's book three. I don't have it up for, well, I have it up for pre order on. Um, Barnes and Noble and Nick and Cobo and stuff. And it, right now it's set for December 31st, along with a couple of the other trilogies I've got. Um, they'll be coming up soon. I did that because I can move those. And once I know what my firm release date will be based on my editing rounds and stuff, then I'll set it up in Amazon and then I'll move the release date on those others pre-orders to uh, match that and get set in Google and everything. So uh, great turning. Yes, I am. I, I've ripped that book apart several times, and I'm I'm putting it back together and doing an edit round on it. Once I get Jailmates out at the end of July, I'm gonna just force myself to sit down and get the edits finished on that, the final edit rounds, and get it out. And I'll probably still find typos in it because you can never get rid of all the typos, unfortunately. They're like gremlins; they just breed. Um, I've got uh, in the works right now uh, one. Let me class. Ah, where's my page? Where's my page? I had this all queued up. One week last summer, it's the Suncoast Society book I'm working on right now. It's it, Technically, it's a male book, but there are male, male, female elements in it. I don't want to give too much away because they'll basically spoiler the whole book if I do. Uh, it's pretty actually intense to write right now. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a brief pause for writing the Suncoast Society books because, yes, I am working on changing up Triple Trouble 11 and 12 but I'm also working on Goodwill Ghost Hunting 3 through 6 and Broomstone Vampires 3 through 6. So I'm going to be dropping a bunch of those like at once on Siren once I get those done. And so they'll be able to schedule them all out because I, those have just sat for too long and I've been pecking away at them and pecking away at them. And I'd get blocked and I'd peck away at them some more and I'd write some more Suncoast books. So I'm finally at a point where now I know I'm. I'm just about in the home stretch with those. So that's why I'm, I'm not, I have not stopped writing my Suncoast books, still writing those, uh, but they're taking a back seat right now to my shifters because my shifters are like, we're tired of your moms. We want to get written because yes, I am crazy. And they actually do talk to me in my head that I think every writer will pretty much agree with me that being crazy is kind of part of our job description. Just write what the voices tell us to. So anyway, how much time we got left? 12 minutes. Okay, cool. Uh, so I talked about jailmates. Let's see. Talked about what I got coming up. Let me scratch that off my list. Talked about the woodshed. Let me run the woodshed promo again. I am going to be at the woodshed doing talking to their book club. So, hey, listen. If any of y'all are in the Orlando area on Saturday, August 3rd, I am going to be at the woodshed Orlando with their book club. They are reading uh, my Timber Dalton release, A Roll of the Dice. So I'm going to be there from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Their address is 6431 Milner Boulevard, Suite 4, Orlando, 32809. And their website is thewoodshedorlando.com. How easy is that? It's free, but you have to be 18 years of age or older. So come on out and see me on Saturday, August 3rd, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., thewoodshedorlando.com. And I will have some books 
uh, Leslie Rested Books available with me to purchase print books. And I'll be signing books, too. And it's free. You just have to be 18 or older because the woodshed is technically an adult facility. Again, like the, like the Tampa Bay Phoenix Club, they don't allow sex, drugs, or alcohol. So, um, But you do have to be 18 or older. So, and that's something else. You can find me if you're in the Tampa Bay area. If you go to tampabayphoenixclub.com, I am their web winch and social media status. And I do help run the place. I'm one of their core volunteers. We're an all-volunteer group. We don't have any employees or anything like that. All members first. So when the current owner took over, she was like, hey, help. <laughs> and a bunch of us were like, okay. Apparently, we're all masochists. Uh, even those of us who us like me. So uh, I, I do help run the place. We, we each take a couple of weekends and we help run. I'm usually there on first and second Saturday nights and a couple of Fridays a month. So, But if you go to their website, their schedule, and you have to be 18 or older to attend. No sex, no drugs, no alcohol. Like Kinky Community Center. And we do classes, uh, especially the second and third Saturdays. I usually have a free lifestyle 101 class. Um, actually, uh, this thing in July, the second Saturday, I'm doing a, a gym and training and scene safety class. So even if you're not a dungeon monitor, if, if you are into the lifestyle, it doesn't matter what skill level you're at. I, I talk about a whole bunch of different how to be safe, how to evaluate your scenes, how to evaluate equipment, crowd control, crowd um, evaluation if you're playing in the public, especially like if you're at a convention and there's alcohol in the system, because then you're usually dealing with drunks. So it's a whole different ballgame at that point. But it's also good that if you are a DM and, you know, you're DMing or just want to refresh your course, I talk about things, you know, escalation of conflict, you know, how to try and not get your ass kicked or start a fight, because those are important things, too, you know. Uh, I, I, so I go through a lot of different things. Or if you're just curious about the lifestyle, you know, the lights are up and the music's off and I sit there and I talk and try not to stab myself in the foot or the shin like I did a couple of years ago. Not during class, I was at home. You, know, you stab yourself in the shin one time and nobody ever forgets it. Uh, <laughs> so anyway uh, we're coming up here on nine minutes left to go so um, I talked about pretty much everything yeah I think so again if you're an author and you're looking for some promo you want to come on and be interviewed me yay let me know um, I'll chat hit me up at timberdalton at gmail.com send me an email and uh, we'll get an interview scheduled because I like to I like to help you know spread the word about other authors because i'm a reader first yeah that's i'm I'm my own first read too so there is that um let's see what else are we doing here is that my whole list pretty much i guess if you get to my website sign up for my newsletter com slash newsletter because i tried to keep it easy this time it took me a lot of yeah, if I said I was earlier, if you caught it, I was I swerved from a Mailchimp, and before I had like the direct Mailchimp address there, which is so it's like out everywhere. Um, but I'm I'm not using MailerLite, um, so go there and uh, you can sign up for it. Just make sure you respond to the confirmation email. Sometimes it gets stuck in a spam or junk folder. Go look for it. Um, if people stay in the unconfirmed queue for more than like a week or so, I usually just delete because I don't want them accidentally getting emails in case they change mind or if somebody subscribed to them and they didn't subscribe themselves. So uh, if you have signed up for my newsletter and you haven't ever received one, you probably need to go sign up again. So just hit my website there at timberdalt.com forward slash newsletter and uh, you can do that. So let's see. Polly, we did that. We did that. Uh, let's see what else we're we going to do here. Um, I do have two Amazon pages. You can look me up as Leslie Richardson and as Timber. So, uh, so Timber is a pen name that is contractually tied to Siren Publishing. So the books that I publish with Siren fit in a certain niche because that's the types of books that they handle. And like Leslie books, I'm not, I've not stopped writing as Timber. I'm still writing as Timber. I've just kind of flipped my dynamic here a little bit with my writing and I'm all these books that I've accumulated over the oh that's what I was gonna talk about. I was gonna talk about the uh upcoming uh the upcoming trilogy. Set in the world I started talking about that, the Governor trilogy. This is what happens when I don't have enough coffee before I go on there. So I had the Governor trilogy, the Determination trilogy, and the Station trilogy, which just came out a few weeks ago. And they're all set in the same world. They are standalone. Uh, I introduce characters 
in the various trilogies. So if, if you want them in reading order, it would be the Governor Trilogy, Determination Trilogy, and Devastation Trilogy. That's the reading. You can read them in any order, actually, and not really lose much of it. But that's the order that they build upon. So what I'll have coming out soon is the Deviant Trilogy and the Inequitable Trilogy. And uh, the Deviant Trilogy is um, inappropriate, salacious, and depraved. And that covers Draven, Gregory, and Elliot that you first meet in the Governor Trilogy. And then uh, in the Inequitable Trilogy, it's indiscretion, innocent, and incisive. And that's um, Leo and Ethan and uh, Jordan, who you first really meet in the, um, the Determination Trilogy. So uh, getting into politics again, so the, the Inequitable Trilogy is national politics, and the Deviant Trilogy is state-level politics set in Florida. Devastation Trilogy is state-level politics set in Tennessee. Um, and Determination Trilogy is national-level politics uh, based out of Florida. Um, Florida, a U.S. senator from Florida who runs for president. So, And she has all sorts of interesting things happen. I love writing politics. I love I, – I, that was another thing I scrolled off of, too, that I didn't – I really got to take better notes. <laughs> you know, I'll keep scrolling off. Um, I love writing politics, and these are books, as I was saying before, these really aren't kink books. I mean, there's some elements of, of power exchange in them, but they're not kink books. Um, so if you're looking for really heavy, hardcore BDSM, this isn't them. There's a, a – they're more about the, the relationships and the romance and, and the politics take a, a larger role. But I have fun writing those kind of characters. You're dealing with powerful people and, well, yeah, I mean, rich people, wealthy people, but not like, you know, billionaire insane kind of people, not, you know, venture capitalist insane. Although I might write one of those in the future because, like I said, I love playing with those dynamics. I just, I love it. I love powerful, you know, the politics, the, the machinations of it. I love dealing with all of that and writing about them. You know, I'm a, a political junkie when it comes to stuff. So I, I really have a fun time writing with those. And you, you might actually be surprised because actually in, in the uh, Devastation Trilogy, they're Republicans. So I know I'm a flaming liberal, but <laughs> I actually did used to be a Republican years ago. So I got better. See, there's a Monty Python reference right there for you. Circular, circular back, circling back to uh, something I said earlier. Um. Now I am a I am a fiscal conservative, but I'm a social liberal, and I've always said that you know when you when you start rolling back the the social policies and stuff, that's those are the hardest ones to protect and to keep back. The fiscal stuff you can always sort itself out. So several years back, uh, I switched from Republican to Democrat because the Republican Party just was no longer representing my values as a as a as a moral human being. So. Yeah, I have a problem with locking up babies in cages in very cold warehouses without, you know, adequate water, food, or clothing, or basic, you know, hygienic needs. So I have a problem with that. So that was, oh, I should have done my, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Terrain, terrain. Pull up. <laughs> I should have played that first before I went into that little rant, sorry. Um, my disclaimer, politics, trigger warning. So anyway, um, so I think that's about all for today. I think I'm coming up on the end of the hour. Yeah, I am. Holy crap, that went fast. So anyway, uh, you can get these on demand to listen to at your leisure. And uh, once I find out what the you know distribution schedule is like to Apple and all those good things, I'll let you know. But you can always come over here and download them and then put them in your listening device of, of pleasure at your leisure. Um, you can find me on the web at timberdalton.com, timber with a Y. You can find me at leslierichardson.com, Leslie with no E on the end. Um, but it goes back to timberdalton.com because I made life easy for myself. So anyway, um, thanks for joining in on this first podcast back. I called it season two because, well, you know, it's been eight years. So I figure that, that the first batch could be season one. And this is season two, episode one. So yay. We're getting all fancy and stuff. So thanks a lot for joining me today. Um, you know, again, Polly is out on Amazon and uh, Google today, and it's coming out. It's pre-ordered on the other sites on Friday. So if you go to my website, uh, you can see the cover right there on my website. Click on it and either order it or pre-order it, depending on what your choice is. So 
Thanks a lot, and I will see you next time. Stay tuned to my website. Check out my calendar section and also, or, or follow me here on blogtalkradio.com, and it will uh, let you know when my next episode is up. Thanks a lot. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you turning into Oralingus. Intelligent but dirty. Talk to you next time. Why is that not playing? Play, damn you. Play. It doesn't want to play. Okay, so I was going to play the outro, but I guess I have to record that separately because it doesn't want to play since it's the intro clip. Okay, so I guess we'll do that. We'll just fade out then. (laughs) Talk to you later, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.